Sorry I'm late. I was telling everybody what happened in the TV show Murphy Brown. Ha! I'm Austin, and this is Late Starters. Brown, huh? <laughs> Who is Murphy Brown Painter? <laughs> Who is a media? Answer me. Answer my media question. Painter and Murphy Brown. Who is? I don't know why you haven't been cast as an alien. Like that voice either. right there, it just, it absolutely is everything I expect an alien to sound like. The strain of somebody grasping for knowledge they know is out of their reach. Give us, just give us all an audition for any alien movie that is to come out in the future. Why they should cast you, Alex? You give us the audition. You want the like, like my entire life up until this point. Like, yeah. are you the person to whom I can inquire about this media question that I have about Murphy Brown? Are you qualified to answer my question? About the TV show Murphy Brown. Who is the Murphy Brown painter? Austin, tell me. Tell me who the painter is in Murphy Brown and what is his significance to the plot, Austin? They only paint in okay. tones of brown. This is this is the part where you start the audition. <laughs> because okay. this is the exact conversation that you've had all day long. And I still have no answers. <laughs> No one has answered me. They laugh at me when I need to know. <laughs> That's it right there. They laugh at me when I need to know. Hey, Casey. Yeah. How's it feel having an alien as a best friend for ever? <laughs> it is always a barrel of unexpected laughs. That's my least favorite children's toy. <laughs> Get your barrel of unexpected laughs. It's a joy for the whole fan. Fam. Anyways, the best part of this is my actual legal government status is resident alien. She's a resident alien. Even the government knows. You know what they don't know? What happened last time? Okay, it, it it started off like big, like Pichu. There was a Pichu born, uh, and and I really tried hard to name it, but we didn't settle on anything, and that's okay. Um, and then we argued about stars and whether or not they're tangible, and then we found out that Ranger John has a seventy percent bark diet. Um, his grandmother, Ranger Grandma is a kebab tops trainer uh she has seven of them and i learned all kinds of stuff about kebab tops i'm pretty much an expert on kebab tops at this point um 
Ranger Grandpa and left Ranger Grandma because of her necromantic ways. Um, and then Ranger John told us that his uh, bark diet can be any kind of bark, like peppermint bark or bark's root beer or almond bark or lemon bark, even the bark of a duck. Which questions? Uh, he also likes to cook the bark in any way that starts with a B. Um, but he was worried uh, that the rain might cause flooding and mudslides near Mount Moon, so he drove us through Viridian Forest, where Pichu fell asleep on Callan's head. It was, it was precious. It was adorable. Uh, and then Spoons had coffee, so Spoons was all amped up. Uh, and then Ranger John showed us where the lake was and gave us a tarp to use instead of a blanket, which is like a much more effective rain shield than a, than a blanket. I'll, I, I, yeah, I'll admit that. Um, and then I think, I think Callan got, got him for, for some money. I, I don't know why I'm still surprised by these things. Uh, and then, shh, don't tell him, but we had a, we had a, we had a gun for a little while and I, I just left it there. I don't, I didn't feel good about any of that. No, no good could have come from that. Lightning crashes in the air. And, <laughs> and we're back, baby. <laughs> guys are back on the road. Lightning cricket and cracking. <laughs> now I know I can't say on the road either at the beginning. I know there's jokes and songs. Victor, <laughs> what are you doing in this on this rainy path? Which which way do you guys choose is what I really want to know. You're at a fork. One leads to Pewter City. The other leads to a lake. One's a spoon. One's a spoon. And he loves you very much. Aww. Wait, we got to go to the lake. Wait, why do we got to go to the lake? To get to the Red Gyarados. Oh. So is that where the Red Gyarados? Gross. Damn it. No, there was something there. <laughs> oh, I got it. Didn't stick a landing. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, we can't no. take our Growlithe there. It's not. Oh. <laughs> Y'all don't know bad. what that book did to me. Oh. It's the first book that ever broke my heart, I think. No. You know what the first piece of media that broke my heart was? What? The 1986 animated Transformers <laughs> movie. <laughs> Let's go to the lake. All right. Lake time! We can double back and go to Pewter City in a minute, but we need to go by the lake first. I would never double back. It's not like it's not like a betrayal thing. It's just oh, simply walking oh, where you've already okay. been. Okay, then I would double back for sure. So what's the plan? What are we going doing? Going to a lake. No, I mean, but like when this Harvey guy... Uh, what are we oh. doing with, with him? Beating him? Right. Yeah. Maybe we should strategize as we make our way to the lake. He's like a crime boss? Yeah. Uh, he's recruiting people to steal Pokemon. Oh, we should steal his Pokemon. That is a thought. Well, you gotta taste your own medicine. Oh, we gotta shut down his operation. Oh, shut down. That sounds official. That's a great way to say steal his Pokemon and burn down his house. Right? You get it. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. That's like that's like when you go into a, a room and say synergy and then people just have to listen to you. What? You know, like good the good words. The words that make people listen. 
still okay. So, all right, let's go scout the place out first. Let's go see what we're dealing with here. Okay, recon. That's yeah, not bad. Should we like get the cops on standby, maybe? Nah, we don't need to involve the cops. They've failed. This guy's a crime boss. They're probably on the take. That's what happens in the movies, anyway. It didn't happen in '65. Adam Driver is the cause of everything that's wrong in this world. That's all I'm saying. Let's go! As you all uh, start to make your way down the path, Posey is jumping from puddle to puddle uh, wherever she can. Kellen's doing the same. (laughs) Uh, Right behind Posey. (laughs) Did you all do anything with that red tarp? Yeah, took it. You got it. Using it, because I got... I got firebug one. Also, I would like to say to Liddy, like, hey, if you want to go in your Pokeball because you don't like the rain, I can put you in your Pokeball if you want. She, like, looks up at you and floats towards the Pokeball. Uh, okay. And she'll put her in the Pokeball. I feel so lonely without Liddy right here. There's, like, 17 Pokemon around you. I need them all to be near me. I'm gonna let Bulbasaur out. Hey, maybe you should put the baby away? What is the baby doing right now? So, when you guys got out, have you covered it? Uh, have you covered it up? It, she's still on your head. Tarp up for chunks and a baby. If there's no rain, she's just chilling, sleeping on your head. And, uh, Victor, as you let Bulbasaur out, he, like, stretches a little bit and his vines stretch out. And he, like, looks up and sees the rain and, like, takes a few steps, uh, like, away from you and, like, looks up to, uh, like, the, even though the canopy is very thick, the rain is still kind of coming down. It's, like, even sometimes in, like, big splashes. But he'll get around and just kind of open his mouth and get some of the water. And he doesn't seem to like the big splashes, but, like, little droplets he'll kind of just thought you'd like to stretch your legs a little bit and I figure since you're a grass type the water wouldn't bother you too much but if you want to go back just let me know okay he looks up at you and with his mouth kind of open it it resembles a smile a little bit and his eyes look up at you and uh he seems like he's feeling good about being out here and stretching and he's even like um, like I said, when one of those big splashes goes down, he might like slink a little bit closer towards you. But then when he notices it's just like a big water puddle coming down, he'll he'll like go back out, walk a little bit a ways away, and kind of wander a little bit, but staying pretty close, but further than you've seen him go before. Yeah, and you you guys, uh, Chonks is definitely staying under this tarp, close to your leg as she can. Uh, if she gets tired, sometimes she'll like sit on your boot and wrap around your leg. Oh, and she'll make fully. You- Especially now that the backpack is is devoid of egg. I mean, the egg shells. Callan did sh- save all the egg shells, and that's in the bag. But uh, she'll, like, if Chunks wants up into the bag to get a ride and be under the tarp, she will do that. Chunks will take that. She'll get into the bag and ride along every now and then, popping a M&M into her mouth and spitting a raisin out. Hell yeah. I'm going to my, put my hand back for an M&M every once in a while. Yep, and you get... Oh, most of the time you get a melted M&M. Sometimes you get a full, full, not a full melted M&M and not a partial one. 
And then I'll just, I'll hold it back so she can just give it a little, like, heat and melt it a little bit. I thought M&M's didn't melt in your... <laughs> Not they lied. <laughs> Maybe it was put in there. The M&M drops into your, droplets into your hand. It was melted before it got there. Also, every time Chonk spits out a uh, raisin, Victor just kind of looks sadly down at it. <laughs> uh, Chonks notices Victor look down after she spits a raisin, and she cocks her head to the side. We'll see what happens. Um, you guys travel down this path. It's like broken up, so you, sometimes you have to like look around and find where it it's like trimmed at least a little bit so you can get back on and i mean it takes you at least an hour um probably a little bit longer because it's slower going in the rain is there anything else you guys want to do on the way there no i want to uh i want to see what's going on at this this place posy takes off in front of you guys and slides on her belly on a slick uh, a patch of grass where there's no trees and she's just careening around them if they come into her way and when she ends she like pushes herself up and looks forward as you guys walk uh, on the path right behind her and you guys see a clearing uh, it's the lake and this lake is probably bigger than you were imagining it spans a few miles and it actually breaks up the forest um you guys can even see like little islands in the lake with um, patches of trees. If you guys all want to give me perception checks. 15 twins. Damn. Oh, that's a crit crit. That's yeah. a big crit. We all perceived so good. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you see it even better for it, but you guys all get this. You all see one of these islands in particular. The middle part is like I said, full of trees, but the beach, you guys see a ton of these beige and red Pokemon with these big thick claws over their heads uh, waddling back and forth on the beach. You all see some, uh, a few Goldeen jump and uh, out of the lake and back in. Uh, you all see a Magikarp just flail up into the air and smack back down into the, into the lake. So cool. Ford, you, you notice a little shell uh, floating on top of the water just around this lake um, in the near vicinity of you. Probably about 15 feet out from the bank that you're on. And then on another one of the islands, even further in the distance, you can just make out a man with no shirt and a straw hat and a fishing pole with his line cast out into the lake. Uh... How horrible. A man. <laughs> a man. And with, well, I'll say Ford, because you crit that, you also notice on the same part of the the bank that you are, a little bit down the path that kind of uh, runs around the lake, you see a familiar face peeking out from behind a tree. It's a youngster Billy, but as soon as he sees you, he ducks his head back behind the tree. And out of sight. How far away is he? Um, he's probably 60 feet away, but just like you guys have came out into the clearing, like right before the bank of the lake, and he's just around the lake a little way. Okay, but he's on the same side as us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what I first want to do 
is take out my Pokedex and take pictures of all the individual Pokemon that you just listed because I think it's funny to make you uh, have to go get the Pokedex information. Yeah, I think it's um, funny too. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and gesture over to Youngster Billy. Uh, like, like just kind of like, hey, hey, I see you. Come here. Come here. Come here. I need your help. He peeks his head back out and he does start to come out and come towards you. Um, but I will say as he like looks at you and he sees Victor and Cal in there too, he kind of like scrunches his face up like, this guy doesn't look like he needs any help. No, 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 it's cool. Come here, come here, come here, come here. They're cool, they're cool, trust me. Takes some more steps forward and then thinks about it and then just takes a couple steps back and runs behind the tree. But he peeks, no. his, he peeks his head out though and still watches you. Okay, I need... I need information. You look like the kind of guy in this place that knows what's going on. I need help. Hey, are you the person to whom I can ask for information about this area? <laughs> he uh, scrunches his face up again at you. I know she says stuff in weird ways. I can't help it, but it's cool. Come here. Come here. I'll give you a couple bucks. At that, he shakes his head and goes back behind the tree. Oh. He'll give you a Pokemon battle! He pokes his head back out. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him what? A battle. A, a battle. A battle! Uh, Alright. I mean, I can this, fight him if you want. But we'll just... We'll do that on our stealth mission. We'll just have a battle right out here in the middle of everything. I did not know this was a stealth mission. He steps out when you say, we'll have a battle out here in front of everything, and grabs his hat and turns it around. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Recon. Did you make eye contact with this kid? When did when do you do recon and it's not stealth? I didn't realize we were doing I thought we were busting up a place. I didn't realize we were doing a sneaking around thing. Damn it. I brought a baby. <laughs> I told you to put the baby away. I would never. <laughs> All right. Uh, it, is it one Pokemon or two? He just stands there and waits. All right, we'll do two. Who are you? You go first. I learned that. That's a trick I learned. He looks at you, then he looks back to Callan, and then he looks to Victor, and then back to Ford. And he pulls three Pokeballs out. Oh! All what? of uh, us! Okay. All of Wait, us! All okay. of us! Oh, man. Okay, that's a bold move, but okay. He just waits. Pidgey. <laughs> you want to go fight a boy? Uh, he flutters off your back into the rain. <laughs> okay. S Spoons? Are you... Victor? Spoons looks at you forward and then back to Victor. Are you? I don't. It's just. Victor actually looks down to Bulbasaur. Okay. All right. That's that answers my question. Well, do you, do you want to give it a try, Bulbasaur? He looks up at you. Looks over to to youngster Billy. Looks back. Looks at um Pidgey, and then stretches his vines and steps forward. Okay. Manky, it is then. Let's go, Aaron. It is literally raining right now. It, Damn it. Okay. Do you let him out of the Pokeball? Uh, well, it depends on if Callan says that first or not. The way that that played 
Ford just was letting Mankey out of the Pokeball. Pokeball yeah. spinning in the air. The red yeah. thing hit the floor and like the and Callan's like, it's literally raining right I, now. I Ford just does the I thought Shut up! And yeah, we'll leave Aaron out there. Mankey! He bangs the ground and puddles come up. Uh really quick. The, as you snap all these pictures on the Pokedex, as you, <laughs> you get uh, one of the first Pokemon that jumps out of the lake and back again. The wireframe uh, wraps around it, it spins in the air, and then turns into the picture of the Pokemon. And it says, Goldine, the goldfish Pokemon. It is a water type. Its tail fin billows like an elegant ballroom dress, giving it the nickname of the Water Queen. As you take a snap of the next Pokemon, uh, the one on the island, the wireframe wraps around and then the picture comes up and it says, Krabby, the river crab Pokemon. It is a water type. Its pincers are not only powerful weapons, they are used for balance when walking sideways. So this is my, what I'm cracking up about, Casey. All of this, whoever's editing this, needs to take all of these readings and just keep them playing on a loop while we're getting this whole battle started. Like the Pokedex is just reading these off and we're not even paying attention. We're doing our battle now and the Pokedex is just going. Oh my God. As one of the Pokemon jumps up out of the water and flails in the air, uh, the, the wireframe wraps around it and then the picture coalesces and it says, Magikarp. The fish Pokemon. It is a water type. In the distant past, it was somewhat stronger than the horribly weak descendants that exist today. Like birds? What the fuck? <laughs> I, they just used to be giant dinosaurs. I'm not saying they're weak now. I just I don't think a bird would take a dinosaur in a fight. Well, who's still around? I know. Well, that's fair. That's fair. The beak shall inherit the... No, that's nothing. <laughs> the beak shall inherit the... <laughs> I need that shirt with a picture of a bird just under it. <laughs> it's a pigeon. Yeah, a pigeon. <laughs> the beak shall inherit the earth. Uh, as you get this last picture for it, a, uh, you are scanning the shell in a... Uh, circular blue head pops up out of the water and the wireframe wraps around it onto your Pokedex and the picture coalesces of uh... Squirtle, the tiny turtle Pokemon. It is a water type. After birth its back swells and hardens into a shell. Powerfully sprays foam from its mouth. After birth? Gross. Hey, it's natural. <laughs> and then youngster Billy says Oh A fight huh Is that what you all wanted I think that's what you wanted You're fucking right And he throws Whoa. all three of his Pokemon Pokeballs into the air Swear uh, jar <laughs> Everybody as these Pokeballs spin into the air Everybody give me a perception check The irony of Alex yelling swear jar <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult. I can say what I want. Callan, you're focused on this battle. Ready to go. Uh, Ford and Victor, you guys notice 
in the brush behind uh, Youngster Billy. Was it Youngster? Let me make sure I got the right name. It it's was, because I was going right? to call him Kid William. Okay. <laughs> uh, just a small, quick rustling in the bushes near him uh, as his Pokeballs open up in the red light. Uh, fills the spaces in front of him with three Pokemon coming out. And as the Pidgey and a Caterpie and a Rattata appear in front of him, he says, Widgey, Pat Pat, Tatarat, go! And we're going to have a Pokemon battle. Was this anything that you ever thought was going to happen when we started? What? Any of any of this? Uh... Are you asking him if when y'all started a Pokemon podcast? No, no, no. When we started recording today <laughs> oh. to, to do a specific mission, did he expect us to be fighting a child? Eh. I always expect you guys to fight child. <laughs> I was about to say, child war is Alex's brand. Yeah. So. The second I, I feel there's a child war as an option, I'm there. Uh, he, youngster Billy, pulls out his phone and uh, puts up and like reaches in his bag and pulls out this like tripod thing for his phone, sets it up behind him, presses a button on it, um, and you see a red light on the front of the phone start, and he says, uh, this is an officially sanctioned battle. The winning... Doing it for the gram. Yeah, and he looks at the camera and gives it a peace sign. The winner's rank will be changed within the Pokemon League. So, losers, losers, you better get your asses in gear. Can he just say that it's sanctioned and it be sanctioned? Like, I don't no, think that's I, how sanctions work. I think it's the recording and the sending it. I think he's doing a digital sort of doohickey deal here. Do I have to sign waivers for you to film us? No, nope. this is like a single person consent state. You're thinking a... That's a common misconception. A, yeah. You're a common misconception. I was not a misconception. They wanted me. I was playing... <laughs> All right, let's go. Up first, uh, Spoons is floating behind you, Victor. Uh, does he want to do anything? Go ahead. I don't think Spoons would do anything at this stage. Uh, up first is Aaron. So Ford is going to look at Aaron and yell, Synergy! And then uh, Aaron's going to move up six. <laughs> he goes, Mankey! And goes forward. Told you it was a power word. Yeah, all right, you were right again. He'll attack Pidgey with fury swipes. The rain must have got in Mankey's eyes because as Aaron moves forward, he swings and uh, Pidgey uses the rain to obfuscate himself. <laughs> uh, Widgey, I'm sorry. Widgey does that. So, Callan? Yeah, what's up? Anything you wanted to do? So what I'm just what I'm gonna do is go to Pidgey and be like, Pidgey, remember all the training that we worked on. You've got this, and that's gonna give him focus training, so he gets a plus one to accuracy rolls and a plus two to skill checks. Okay, cool. Uh, his feathers ruffle up as he looks forward. Uh, Victor. Um, Bulbasaur, let's uh, let's start with a growl attack. He he cracks his his vine whips in front of him as you give him that command. 
uh, Ford. You have already commanded Mankey, but if you have anything you like want to do mechanically. Nope. We just want to deal synergy and pay off Alex's joke. <laughs> That's some real synergy right there, Tim. <laughs> uh, seeing Mankey run forward and try to attack Widgie, Youngster Billy says, uh, Tatterat, help your brother. Um, and his Tatterat will run over towards uh, Aaron. And then he'll use Tackle. Uh, does a 16 hit? Uh, Don't be oh, a dick, God. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it hit. It's 23 minus your defense. So it's 17. And you get pushed back two meters, which is just two squares. So now it's Pidgey's turn. Hey, Pidgey's gonna attack this Caterpie. That's Pat Pat. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Pat Pat. Um, I am gonna, I am gonna try to do this though. Does that hit? That'll hit, man. So that's 24 damage minus his defense. So he gets pushed back uh, two meters. Where did Pidgey hit him from? Cause you like push him away from you, but you can pick like, you know, the angle. The angle of attack. I think Pidgey did a cool swipe thing and pushes him back two meters right into the other Pidgey. And now they have to occupy the same square, <laughs> Austin. You know what? They can't. So this Caterpie gets pushed back two squares into this Pidgey who gets knocked back a square too because it wasn't paying attention. And uh, go ahead and roll a D6. We'll give some damage to the Pidgey too. Is looking a little flanky to me. It's, it's looking a little, looking a little like we should get flanking to me. <laughs> fool taught us D and D, and now he expects us to. <laughs> uh, with after that hit, uh, Widgie looks over its shoulder and sees Pat Pat and to it, but then it flutters in the air towards uh, Aaron, and we'll try to tackle it. Kick his ass, Aaron! Kick his ass! It's a negative one. How does uh, Aaron dodge this? Okay, so the Pidgey uh, got bumped, and I think that's what threw off the attack. The Pidgey was lined up ready to attack and then gets bumped by the Caterpie, and so it gets knocked offline, and that's how Aaron avoids it. And the Pidgey looks back over its shoulder to Pat-Pat and just shakes its head. The Pat-Pat lowers its head and then turns back with a determined look on its face towards Pidgey. Moves forward one and lets a string shot go. Your speed combat stat is lowered by one. Uh, next up is Bulbasaur. And it's gonna use growl attack against, I guess, everybody? Uh, Bulbasaur opens its mouth. No sound comes out of it. But it's, it stares uh, the uh, Tatarat directly in the eye and cracks one of its whips and then side-eye glances at Pat-Pat uh, and does the same with the other one. Um, and it's very intimidating as both of their combat stages are lowered by one. Alright, next up is Posey's at the end. She's just kind of chilling, uh, watching, and every now and then she'll like creep behind one of the bleachers or behind one of the trees and just do a slide and come back and join the battle like nothing was going on. Also, periodically, uh, 
the posy reaches into Callan's backpack and pulls out raisins because she really likes raisins for some reason. <laughs> Chewing on them. Chonks is staying huddled under this tarp as much as she can, but as like Pidgey went in and like hit for that tackle, she's been like, you know. Yeah, cheer squad. Yeah. Spoon's still kind of floating around, just chilling. He doesn't seem to mind the rain too, too much. Uh, Callan. Hell yeah. Get him, Pidge. You got this. Uh, Victor. Victor's kind of going to go like, oh, I forgot that you can't make noise with your mouth, but good job with the, with the, with the whips. That was so cool. Just shout encouragement. Uh, he side eyes over his shoulder at you and you see his eye twinkle. Forward. Uh, just like yelling the same stuff at Aaron. Like, like, I don't know, like scratch him or poke him. I don't know. Do something. Youngster Billy says, Widgie. Focus on that manky. Pat Pat and Tatterat. You guys are both right there. Go ahead and get that boba store. Aaron's up. Okay. Aaron heard scratch. So Aaron is going to scratch at Pidgey. That'll hit. Does a six hit, Austin? Six hit. For 25 damage. 25 damage? What are you trying to do here? Kill this thing? Kind of. But not like in a full dead sense, just in a can't fight anymore sense. Uh, that hit looked like it was devastating to this Pidgey. It's still up, but it was a heavy hit. Uh, it's uh, One of its eyes is closed now during this fight, but it still seems to be standing off with Aaron. Cut me, Lou. <laughs> Cut me. Tatterat's up. It's right next to this Bulbasaur, so it'll use quick attack. Okay, so that's 22 damage. Ouchies, Bulbasaur. <laughs> Next up is Pidgey. Pidgey's going to do another tackle at that at that Caterpie. Okay, that'll hit. Hey, hey, does that hit? Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Austin. Yeah? yeah? Does my crit 20 hit? Let me that's double green. Check. That is green. Let me double check. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, I wasn't sure. What's it look like when you knock this Pidgey out? When I knock, knock this Caterpie out? Knock this Pat-Pat out, yeah. Oh, poor little Pat-Pat. I think uh, poor little Pat-Pat rallied so hard and did his, his string shot at Pidgey, who just, like, hulked out and, like, went in beak first and just, like, fully smashed him right in the face and he just like tumbled kind of end over end and then like landed and the eyes are like the <laughs> circles. You see, you see Billy say, ah oh, shit, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, Pat Pat, you did your best. And he recalls him. Swear jar. Why do you swear, <laughs> swear so jar, much? William? <laughs> swear jar. If you guys don't like it, I'll stop. It's just my, kind of my thing. Oh, hell no. If that's your brand and this is for the gram, you got to do it. He looks back at the camera. You guys heard it here first, motherfuckers. Victor's so offended. <laughs> Victor hates kids. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Widgie, stay focused on that manky. Your brother's okay. Widgie will uh, flat back. So this is an opportunity attack for Aaron if he wants. Yeah. Nope. Zero will miss his... Uh, the rain is just getting to, to Aaron here, and he's having trouble 
seeing uh, the widgie in front of him. So widgie backs up out of his uh, swing, flaps up into the air, and dives back down for another tackle. Mankey gets pushed back. Uh, you guys see Aaron slide out of the uh, out of like this path into the tree line. Next up is Bulbasaur, who, when this when this Rattata hurried hurried up and quick attacked him, it was a quick headbutt to his chin, and he seems to like uh, reel from it a little bit and then shake it off and look back towards uh, Tatterat. Okay, I'm gonna have him strike back with a tackle. Ooh, <laughs> crit. hello, hello. I'm okay with this. So 33 minus its defense. What does this tackle look like when Bulbasaur knocks out this Rattata? So, um, you know, Bulbasaur took that hit to the chin and it's, you know, it's like still barely on his feet and he just kind of digs his back heels in and like, like charges him up like a little, I don't know, like a rhino and just like full tilt bashes into this Rattata. As it tumbles end over end right uh, beside, right in the the space in the mud where where the uh, Pat-Pat fainted, this Tatterat also does. And he says, good job, Tatterat. We'll get him next time. Uh, he recalls it. Posey uh, goes underneath like one of these trees and like there's a steady stream of water coming down and she just stands underneath it and lets it drip on her. Chonk, once again, still cheering on Pidgey. Uh, even, like, when Bulbasaur knocked out, when knocked the Rattatat back, she gives, like, a little notch. Ah. Spoons is oblivious to the battle. He's, like, turned around looking off into, like, the forest. Just, just checking it out. Khaled, anything you want to do? Absolutely. I think, listen, guys, this is a fantastic team building opportunity. And you know what, Bulbasaur, I don't think you should miss out on this. So, Callan's going to use the move after you to move Bulbasaur up so all of our Pokemon get to go first in the turn order against Pidgey. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Bulbasaur. Dude. Okay. Uh, team building! Team building! All right. Bulbasaur will run up to the Pidgey and try and tackle it. Nice. Callan's going to lean over to Ford and be like, Ford, what's our team name? Synergy! <laughs> team Synergy! Yeah! Bulbasaur runs into this Widgie. What does that look like as it knocks it unconscious? So... I had this vision in my brain that I'm going to tell you now. Pidgey's a few feet up in the air flying around. Bulbasaur extends his vine whip and uses it to like jettison him up into the Pidgey and just like bash it from below. As it hits, as the rain has been uh, falling and making all these Pokemon wet, as they collide, just a splash uh, in between them. Uh, spreads out as Pidgey falls to the ground and the swirls around its eyes. And uh, youngster Billy smiles and recalls Widgey and he says, he pats the Pokeball and he says, great job. And he looks at all of you all. Hey, congratulations. 
You won. And he looks back at the camera and he says, I'm going to pay all the dudes I'm supposed to. You guys know how we are rocking on here. Hey, give a like and subscribe down below if you like it. Till next time, it's Youngster Billy. And he hits the button to stop the recording and walks over to you all. Great job, you all. You fucking kicked my ass. <laughs> Great job so off, to you, little William. Off-putting. Off it's so off-putting. Yeah. I don't like it. I kind of fucking like it. <laughs> yeah, that that tracks. My dad should be off-putting. He's a real fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind of pudding, though? Chocolate pudding... The tapioca pudding. Ugh, yeah, he should be off tapioca pudding for yeah. sure. It's gross. I like tapioca. No one likes tapioca, Victor. I guess I could have been lying to myself all these years. I got some right here if you want some. Taste test. Taste, taste test. test. Taste test. It's good. I kept it in my bag. It's it's keeps no. it refrigerated. So warm. No. So warm. No, it keeps Gross. it refrigerated. It's a cooler bag. I don't. I, so, all right. So that was like a sanctioned. Like, how does that work? Do I have like a rank now? Yeah, you guys' rank went up. Did I already have a rank? I look at Victor and Callan. Not your rank in, in, in like the, Co the Pokemon Coordination series or anything like that. But your rank as far as your battle rank. Your battle. Uh, Record your win loss, you know, your kill death spread. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, here's some money, anyways. And he hands you all each uh, 1500 polka dollars. I look at Callan, I'm like, You want me to hold that for you? Uh, no, what if I want to buy a milkshake and then you're not there? Just ask. Well. Anyways, I gotta get going. These are all my Pokemon, and they're all fainted, so I hope I can make it back to a Pokemon Center without running into any danger. Because I don't want to get my ass killed. That's also really upsetting to think about. What? Child death? <laughs> yes. you'll, you'll live. I'll probably it will live. hurt, but you'll If I get bit by a... Uh, <laughs> Pincer, I'll be okay. By a pincer. Yeah, I'll if I get bit by a pincer, I would just punch it right in his face. I'd be a little more worried about getting pinched by a pincer than bit by a pincer. Do you see their teeth? Have you seen an Ekans? Oh yes. Way more concerning to get bit by. You think so? Yeah. Well, you are. Are you're pretty smart, you know. I have never been told that before, but I thank you, Small William. Hey, don't fucking call me that, okay? I like it. I think it's your new brand. I think everybody thinks she's not smart, but I think you're right. I think she really is. I think this is like a... I don't know. She's right a lot, and it's kind of irritating. He looks back. He looks to Ford as he says this and looks back to you, and he says, All right. I guess I'll go with Young William then. If that's what the branding needs to be. Yeah, I think so. I it's going to so. set you apart. All right. Well, what are you guys going to do? Uh, so I'm going to go bully Ford into catching that squirtle. 
There's a, yeah. there's a squirt. Real, real quick though. You, you hang around here a lot? Like you know a guy named Harvey? Harvey? Yeah. Um, let me think here for a second. Nope, no Harvey's in this brain. <laughs> okay. Alright, I guess I'm gonna go catch a Squirtle then. Alright, hey, that's a good one. Good luck. Okay, thanks. And Youngster Billy makes his way back the way you guys came from. And uh, as you all turn back to the lake to see these Pokemon, Victor, you feel a tug on your pant leg. When you turn around, Chonks is there. And she looks up at you and brings her hands from her, uh, behind her back and holds up a uh, two handfuls of raisins towards you. Oh, for me? Ja. Thank you. I'm gonna take them. I'll give, give it a little scratch on her head. She, uh, the flame on her tail just uh, flares a little bit as she like kind of uh, closes her eyes and enjoys this little scritch. guys can catch more of me at CZ Drop on Twitter and twitch.tv slash CZ Drop. Every other Sunday, we do Dungeons and Dracon Beams. Every other Friday, a new episode of the Lake Starter comes out. Okay, bye. I'm Tim, and you can find me at horsegirls.club, because I do a podcast called Horse Girls. I'm also on Anamorphs Anonymous, and occasionally, Surprise Attack Book Club. Not me, the occasionally. The, the attack is occasional. And I'm removing on Twitter. Hello, I am Casey. I can be found on podcasts like Animorphs Anonymous and Hearst Girls, where I talk about books with my friends. I can be found once a month on Art Corner, where I draw stuff with my friends. I can be found at Beside You, which is my gay romance webcomic that I make and draw. You can read that for free at bsideyoucomic.com or on Tapas and Webtoons. You can also go to my Patreon to get early access pages and work in progress pages and other such content. If you find any of this intriguing, you can find me at all the places you can find me at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash KCD Studios find. Hi, I'm Alex. You can find me on Twitter at Alex and Birds. You can also find me on 800 billion podcasts all around the world. You can find me on Animorphs Anonymous. You can find me on Horse Girls. You can find me on Dungeons and Dragon Beams. You can find me on Surprise Attack Book Club and then the other other ones that are around that I do on occasion. Some of them on hiatus. Some of them are just, you know, sporadic like Questmaster. Oh, uh, link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash join the club. So you can find all of our work there. You can start late, but at least you're starting. Okay, bye.